founder of Faraday, helping consumer brands, really e-commerce brands, figure out what their customers are going to do next. How can they get more leads? How can they increase cart value and lifetime value? They're having success. Founded in 2012, now working with 60 enterprise brands. Average contract value is called, you know, in the 100K range. You can kind of back into revenue there. Pushing 6 million bucks in ARR. Healthy growth, $7.1 million raised in terms of CAC less than 12 months with their team of 25 people up in Vermont. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Andy Ross Missile. He's the he leads the uh, the company a company called Faraday.io, and its mission to deliver practical, powerful AI to consumer brands. A designer by training and lifelong software engineer, he's responsible for the product strategy, data science, organization, recruiting efforts, and corporate matters. Previously, Andy founded the celebrated sustainability startup Brighter Planet and worked in politics. Andy, are you ready to take us to the top? Sure am. You know, so many smart people are moving out of politics. I can't figure out why, but uh, here you are building Faraday. What's the company doing? What's the revenue model? How do you make money? Yeah, sure. So we um, help consumer brands basically um, predict things about what their customers are going to do next. Um, so everything from lead generation and conversion through to who's going to, you know, uh, be further engaged the customer or even down to retention issues. And we're a SaaS platform, charge monthly, work in 12-month uh, contracts. That's great. And typically, kind of what pricing axes do you price around? Is it GMV, total SKUs, total data sources? What is it? Yeah, so uh, mostly we price around just volume and usage. So the number of different objectives the client's trying to predict, um, how much outreach is being done, volume through APIs and other kinds of things like that. Okay, great. And then I don't want to go down every customer cohort, but what would you say on average an annual contract looks like to really use your platform aggressively? Uh, it's a good question. I mean, so we, we're we not a cheap SaaS platform, certainly, but we're always going to come in under the cost of a single data scientist is like the way we like to peg it. Yeah, so yeah. somewhere generally speaking, under $150,000 a year. Yeah, yeah. That's why I asked, by the way, I got the sense you weren't like a $20 a month product, but you also weren't a million dollar a year product. So about $150,000 ACV, somewhere around there. Yep. Yeah, that's healthy. Good. Put this on a timeline for me. When did you launch the company? So we started in late 2012, um, just six years here as, as a company at Faraday. Um, started in Vermont. So taking you know a little bit more time than I think a lot of other tech platforms would. Um, but um, growth has been really strong over the last couple of years and kind of entered a new, uh, new age here at Faraday. That's great. And have you bootstrapped this or raised capital? No. So we, yeah, we have had institutional backers from, you know, our first year to, um, a firm here in Vermont called Fresh Tracks Capital and our lead investors intercap. Oh, that's great. And so how much total capital in the company to date? Single digit millions. Single digit millions. Okay, great. Fair enough. And then uh, over that time span, 2012 to today, what's the team size look like? How many folks? Uh, we've been hiring a lot. We're up to about 25 this week. Oh, that's cool. Oh, congratulations. And everyone based uh, up there in Vermont or spread out? Yeah, we're all here in Vermont except for one or two people who've had to move for family stuff. Okay, that's nice. You still figure out a way to keep them on though. Oh, yeah, definitely. That, that's good. All right. Uh, and what have you scaled to in terms of total customers on the platform? We're right now at about 60 brands. Okay. Okay. That's pretty healthy. So this is like a, this is very much kind of a high touch model then, right? High touch, you know, high onboarding, get GMV up and drive expansion. Yeah. I mean, yes. You know, I would say that we definitely try to stay away from too much consulting. Um, you know, we're a six to eight week onboarding process. We don't charge for implementation. So it's definitely important that we tend to keep things automated here optimization on a per client basis. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And look, I mean, 60 folks at, you know, call it an ACV of a hundred grand that puts you around a $6 million run rate. Is that directionally correct? 
Uh, yeah, single-digit millions, like I said, and we're not quite at the sixth level yet, though. Okay, good. Is that within? You feel like with it's within striking distance, or it's still a few years out? Yeah, yeah, definitely within striking distance. Like you look like a skier, so like before you hit the slopes, the next time you're going to have six million bucks in ARR, or no? Uh, no, definitely not. We ski almost every day when we can out here. In <laughs> okay, never mind then. I, I, I forget. I forget about that. You know, for me, I'm in Austin, so I'm waiting for like my first trip to like Aspen or up to the Northeast, and that's still a couple months away. So, all right, fair enough. So, six million in reach, not quite there yet, but healthy growth churn is critical in this kind of business. How do you keep churn low? Um, churn is just you know for us. Luckily, we we have time. Um, and it's really just about having the time and breathing room to have the deep conversations early on, make sure that we're really understanding what exactly the kind of client wants to optimize. You know, people often think they want more customers, but what they really want is more customers that don't return products and spend at least a hundred dollars and, you know, fit a certain profile that they believe they're going to find a lot of growth in, um, so it's really, it takes a lot of time early on to really understand, get at the heart of what the client needs, because if we get that wrong, then everything downstream, building models, assembling data, deploying predictions, it's all going to be against the wrong goal. Yeah. Um, so make sure to take time early up front is important. And then I would say also just, um, you know, we have like weekly calls with almost all of our clients and it really helps us stay aligned with strategic priorities, you know, Companies are changing every single month, especially a lot of our clients, fast moving, you know, direct to consumer brands. And so we have to keep up with with the uh, the brands change. So when you look at and kind of measure your ability to do that, churn is obviously a good way to measure that. So if you look over the past 12 months, what does revenue churn look like today? Uh, I can't talk about churn directly in that in terms of um, our uh you know, payback metrics are really healthy. They're like uh, much faster than average for uh, for SaaS. What, what would you say um, is so, average though? Everyone has a different meaning for average. Yeah, I mean, a lot of SaaS products at RACV, you know, there's so much time and energy put into sales and marketing that it can be over 12 months before you get payback. And we're, we're, we're well under that now, which is, um, which is healthy. That's fair. So just to, just to translate that, you're, for a $100,000 first year contract, you're spending less than a hundred grand to get that deal. Of course. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's great. And wh- whatever, how, whatever percent of that hundred grand you're actually spending, where are you typically spending that besides kind of your sales team? Right. Yeah. So, um, mostly a data science team. Um, so we've got, you know, a, a group of PhDs here and other analysts who we have to deploy out to each, um, account to, you know, get them onboarded, make sure we understand, um, their business and what to optimize and, um, then we also pay for a lot of data here at Faraday. And so we amortize the cost of all of our licensing out you know, across our customer base. So I wanted to get you guys a heads up. I will be in San Francisco at the beautiful Fairmont up there on top of the hill. It's a gorgeous view for the Growth Marketing Conference on December 10th and 11th. Now, Vasil and his team do a great job putting this thing together, whether it's B2B or B2C, marketplaces to e-commerce, or even mobile apps and hand-on workshops. They cover everything related to growth. And these are very unique growth channels that these top experts, and these are actual operators. These are people doing, people doing at PagerDuty, at Zoom, at Malwarebytes, at Engageo. These are people actually executing growth strategies you're going to learn from. I'm also giving a session that basically pulls data points from the over 2,000 interviews I've done with SaaS CEOs and showcases six of the most unique growth strategies, kind of off the obvious path 
growth opportunities that CEOs have used to drive their first million and 10 million in revenue. So I'd love to see you there. And we've negotiated 10 tickets at a discount, a 40% discount. The link to use is nathanlatka.com forward slash growth. That's nathanlatka, L-A-T-K-A dot com forward slash growth, G-R-O-W-T-H. On that page, it'll automatically take 30% off for the first 10 of you, and then use coupon code THETOP for another 10% off. Now, if you choose to make sure you're attending, be sure to email me. If you go use the link now and grab it, I'll make sure to step on one-on-one coffee with you. I want to meet you in person and spend some time together. But again, I'll be at the Growth Marketing Conference on December 10th and 11th in the beautiful city of San Francisco at the most beautiful hotel, the Fairmont. I hope to see you there. NathanLacka.com forward slash growth. You mean in terms of kind of buying sources from, you know, ad partners or, you know, consumer apps where people upload receipt data or things like that? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. So data sourcing for us is, you know, we've got a whole group here focused on that. You know, we we do consumer license data, opt-in marketing data. We don't do any social scraping. So it means that we have to spend quite a bit of money to assemble what we call the Faraday Identity Graph, which is all 260 million U.S. consumers. Um and, uh, you know, attach that to our client's data in order to make predictions. Yeah. In terms of driving expansion revenue year over year. So if I start with you as one of these brands at hundred grand per year, um, what are your strongest mechanisms to basically end up where my second year contract is 150 grand? Yeah. So we focus, as I said, on the customer life cycle. Um, and generally when a client starts with us, they've got one or two stages that, that are top priority. So, a client might be saying for 2019, we're really focused on, you know, growing our customer base. And so lead generation would be maybe our initial objective with them. Um, but maybe the next year they've grown very well. And then their goal is really on LTV. Um, and really then it's just a matter of, okay, how can we engage their customer base more deeply? How can we anticipate when people are ready to buy again? And then that gives us an opportunity to say, okay, we'd, we'd love to do this for you guys. We're already connected all your data. And so we can, uh, we can add that on. Yeah, that's interesting. That's great. I mean, so how effective have, well, maybe I won't ask specifically about what expansion revenue has been over the past 12 months, but let me ask it a different way. Has expansion revenue more than made up for lost revenue? So is your net revenue retention higher than hundred percent? You know, I think it's, it's too early to say that. I mean, our, the way that we're adding new clients on these days is so fast that anything we'd be talking about renewals at this point, um, it'd be hard to, to really compare. Um, but that's certainly that, you know, negative, Net churn is certainly our goal, a goal for us in 2019. Yeah. Sorry. What do you mean? I didn't follow your logic there on terms of the new customer ads. If you look at like your cohort that signed up over a year ago, it's just did those customers expand more than the ones that detracted? Right. Uh, good question. I. Or you're not don't sure. Have- yeah, that's okay. Sure. That's okay. Do you have, so um, it's okay if you don't measure it. A lot of, some people do, some people don't. Is your sales team or your customer success team, are any of them incentivized on driving expansion revenue via like customer success or no? Uh, yeah. So, and the customer success team, yes. Um, sales team, no, that's just on, um, first year book revenue. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Very good. Great. Well, uh, look, this is super valuable, super helpful to understand. Let's, uh, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? My favorite business book. Um, you know, maybe a little bit of a strange one, but, um, I was an architecture major in college. Um, and, uh, there's a book called a pattern language that, basically describes how the world works and the pattern it's called a a pattern language by christopher alexander number two is there a ceo you're following or studying 
CEO on following or studying? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I guess not at the moment. No, there's not. Number three, uh, what, what billing tool do you guys use? So we use Stripe. Oh, you do. Okay. Anything on top of that for analytics? No, nothing. Okay. Interesting. Uh, number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, eight, eight hours. Yeah. I asked that cause I don't want my audience copying a C or learning from a CEO that gets like two hours of sleep, you know? That's crazy. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. All right. So eight hours of sleep and what's your situation? Married, single kids? Engaged. Getting oh. married in March. Oh, congrats. That's exciting. So no kids, right? Huh? No kids yet. That's great. And how old are you? 35. 35. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Um, 20 year old self, uh, I wish I could have made, um, a better job of discerning important things from urgent things. Yeah. Better at important versus urgent. It's the trap. A lot of us get stuck in founder of Faraday, helping consumer brands, really e-commerce brands figure out what their customers are going to do next. How can they get more leads? How can they increase cart value and lifetime value? They're having success founded in 2012. Now working with 60 enterprise brands, average contract values call, you know, in the hundred K range, you can kind of back into revenue. there. pushing 6 million bucks in ARR, healthy growth, $7.1 million raised in terms of CAC less than 12 months with our team of 25 people up in Vermont. Andy, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks a lot.